You're listening to Errol Parker and Clancy Overall, editors of The Batuta Advocate on Desert Rock FM. And welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Radio Show recording here in downtown Batuta, Budgie Smuggler Studios in the Old City District. You're joined, of course, by myself, Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate, and Errol Parker, editor-at-large. And today uh, we, uh, we're talking to three of um, Australia's premier stage and online comedians, performers, I guess you could say. We were just talking uh, before we hit record there, and we were just talking about how much balls are carried between the three of them in the work they do, which is quite different to what we do here in this humble regional newspaper. Yeah. We've got Mm. Mark, Broden, Zach from Arnie Donner. How are you, gents? Very well. Thank you so much. We are so well. Thank you. We are doing... Super. Thank you so much for having us. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. We, we love coming to Batuta and we've done a few rural shows there and it's an honour to be on the on the radio. Seasoned, uh, I, I wouldn't go as far as calling you showies, but you're not far off that circuit. <laughs> you are hitting the, the rural towns. What, what, yeah. what, kind of, what would your well, average tour look like for you lot? You know, look, usually we're, we're hitting the cities. For the most part, we're hitting the cities, but... If, if maybe a, a, a council, a Batuta council or a Queensland state government mm-hmm. throws a little something in or maybe maybe a bit of a tax break for us to roll around to Batuta, we'll, we'll, we'll consider it, you know? Work for Baz Luhrmann. But we love the audiences. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> Regular couple of Baz Luhrmanns over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also work for Billy Zane. Oh, yes, for Billy. What did Billy do? The Baz fa- is the, one of our biggest the, comedy influences. The Phantom. That was uh, oh the yeah. Phantom Gold Coast oh the Phantom. If you're if you're from Queensland, you you know everything that was filmed at Movie World, don't you? You got that. <laughs> yeah. What was John Claude Van Damme? Yeah. Plenty of that. I remember what was that one that came out? The Ocean Man, the Ocean Man DC Ocean Man movie. Mm. I watched that, and I remember thinking I was about halfway through, and I I didn't know. And about halfway through, I was like. I reckon this was filmed at Movie World. <laughs> this has just got a filmed at Movie World kind of yeah. energy. One of the hangers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another great that they filmed. Oh, that Jackie Chan, Rumble in the Bronx. No, that's uh, the one that oh, they filmed yeah. here was called Mr. Nice Guy. I remember I was watching it years ago and they had a scene where they were in the snow and it was apparently in Russia and it's just covered in gum trees like this whole hillside <laughs> <laughs> yeah they had the is that the one where he has the magical tuxedo the, the image robot of, uh, tuxedo oh yeah Jesus Christ I hadn't the image of Jackie Chan like on a lunch break checking out the Harry Potter exhibit at Movie World is <laughs> yeah. just something that keeps me up at night with joy yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he went to the Batman cafe and got a burger got a little <laughs> Or maybe he got he, maybe he blushed and got a photo with the Catwoman. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You get your photo taken in an alleyway of Gotham City that is one meter deep. Beautiful. Yes. <laughs> if, if you play your cards right and get the timing right, you might get a photo with Christian Bale era Batman and Michelle Pfeiffer era Catwoman in the same photo. That's that's the hope. Oh well, the the, the best one was Clooney. Was it Clooney era mm. Batman where they had nipples on the suit? Oh, oh yes, yeah. yes. I have a mm. photo of when I was 18 with the Clooney era Batman and the Batgirl at Movie World. Oh, yeah, and Batgirl. It's very, it's very exciting. <laughs> very exciting. 
I mean, speaking of Australian productions, this is this is what you guys are now verging into. You've done years of stage and and, and online, and now yes. now now we're talking TV. We're, we've we've made the we've made the big jump. We've made the big jump, and it's a dream come true. When we were all five years old, growing up in Australia, our dream was to one day make a show for a streaming platform for an SVOD, mm. yeah, for mm. a um for an online platform. We we knew that one day we'd be adults and we would be on one of those digital access, you know, Chromecastable shows, yeah. and that was our dream. Yeah, early nineties. I watched CISO as a kid and was like. One day, one day I'll be on something like Presto. Something. Presto was big for me. I would sit Presto. there and I'd be glued in, glued in front of the TV to Presto, and just go one day, one day Presto. I remember Wednesday, day. Wednesday nights on Presto. I think that was every child's dream, you know, mm, just mm. that like just that wall to wall quality comedy on on the Foxtel Channel Seven streaming collab Presto. I think they got something like fourteen thousand members. In the end, Presto. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that's that, delicious. That was <laughs> we that, love Presto. It's, that's a beautiful number. It was a niche business <laughs> that was only around for a yeah. niche amount of well, time. Well, yeah, I think I think that Presto was a was Foxtel and Channel Seven taking a risk and saying maybe people are going online, and sometimes risks don't work out. People weren't. Yeah. People didn't want to watch TV on the internet. You don't. You watch it on TV. You turn yeah. your television on, especially when yeah. All we were dealing with was like five seasons of stingers. They didn't have much to work with either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was that concept, wasn't it? It was like everything you love about Channel 7, everything you love about Foxtel are still currently exclusive to Channel 7 and Foxtel, <laughs> but we do have a lot of Real Housewives, but not the seasons you want to watch. Mm. The one <laughs> like with the silver Real chair Housewives wife. of Manchester. The Real Housewives yeah. of Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. Camilla I'd dresses. Rose, Camilla dresses. <laughs> More Marone. Yeah, don't talk back to her. Her husband makes hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> playing rugby league. <laughs> <laughs> we had we, we made a Netflix show. We put it on. We, mm. we 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 made it over in America, and um, we finished we finished the edit on it the day before COVID really took off. Yeah, and we came good. home just in time. And you got we're to very, we're very lucky in that respect. So you didn't have to do the hotel. Yeah, yeah that's good. We we landed at five a.m. and at midnight that night the hotel quarantine. Oh well, the the two week mandatory quarantine had come in, so they hadn't had time to set up the hotel thing yeah, right. just yet. So so we just did it in Airbnbs, but we were very close. We were very close to getting hoteled. Oh, you you just stayed there and had the groceries dropped off or something like that. Yeah, I, yes. I literally booked. I was. I lived in an apartment building, and I booked an apartment across the road from my apartment building. And I spoke to my girlfriend over the balcony for oh. the first two weeks <laughs> of coming back home. I think convince an Airbnb person that I was just like a young, exciting writer who just wanted to spend a, a two two exact weeks yes. alone <laughs> in an Airbnb. I was just like, oh. I'm just I'm young and I'm exciting and I just want to come out to this beautiful <laughs> suburb in the middle of Victoria and just 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 hang out. Mm, yeah. I'm not I, sick at all. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. I re- I was so scared of telling them I'd just come from overseas because they'd just be like, "No, fuck off." So I was just like, "Oh, I'm just I'm in I'm in Melbourne for the yeah. comedy festival." Oh, but it got cancelled, so I guess mm. I'm just gonna have to stay. <laughs> a little bit of a sabbatical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
So you guys came back uh, just in time, but you did have to spend, you know, the the 116 days locked in your house. How was that f- mm-hmm. for all you guys? I hate to be that cliche. There's sort of two cliches, isn't there? There's the uh, Beck Judd kind of yeah. get me out of my mansion cliche, but then there's also the, you know what, I, I liked it, but yeah. I didn't mind it. There's like also there's, there's a third one there too, which is, no, we're not okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can't talk about lockdown unless you're in lockdown. Thanks, Australia, but fuck off. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. <laughs> this yeah. isn't it, guys. You wouldn't understand up in Queensland mm. what it's like. We were marginally worse off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, thanks, Melbourne. You don't have to deal with in- increased rates of skin cancer like we have to in Queensland. <laughs> Go and thanks. wear another raincoat. i got to yeah. say, you do not understand what it's like here where we have running water and are able to self-isolate for that many days. It's tough. Also, it's the ability, tough. everyone forgets, you've got two types of water. You've got the hot and cold. And, <laughs> yeah. and you also get to... <laughs> You get to shit into clean water. That's yeah. that's very rare <laughs> around the world. It it is a it is a beautiful thing, isn't it? You know, like uh, you don't get it. No one gets what it's like in Melbourne, and it's like because seventy percent of the of the world has it worse than us yeah. right now. That's why they don't understand. And, and any like, bit of oh, sympathy, you... any bit of sympathy we had just vanished when you said that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just but um, the it. scary thing for me is it wasn't that different, to be honest. To like, a good it old was, Melbourne it winter. Was, yeah, it was like mm. I, I exercised in the park. I saw these guys on Zoom instead of having to go to the office every day, which was nice. Paid for less petrol. Yeah. And less stinky. Uh, yeah. Who was less stinky? Me. I didn't want to say, but yeah. Mark, you can't just throw around those sorts of accusations, man. Oh, come on. I was just doing a little comedy joke about Stinky Broden. Bit of a riff. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with a riff. Yeah, it got shot down real quick. Could have been a riff. Could have been a riff. I'm going to echo what Cameron James said to you guys the other day. For a couple of of writers who sit online all day, you guys are good good riffers. Oh, yeah, thanks. Good riffers. Especially, yeah, yeah, that was... um, We were with some of the more, uh, I guess you'd say... Schizophrenic riffers in that room. That day. Yeah, Cameron and Alexi. Yeah, they're oh, riffianados. We're building a, a yeah. rapport here, guys. I reckon we'll be getting. They're uh, very. We'll be going off the handle by the end of this. Those two girls <laughs> are very clever. So it was a bit intimidating having them in here. Mm. You know, like no, they, they just, just know so clever. much shit. Yeah. You know, well, I got movies. some just... good news for you boys. We are not as clever. <laughs> we are dumb cunts. We do so not know. It's going to be all nearly right. as much shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> you will be ahead of us and/or keeping up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, can you tell us a little bit about the speaking of your strong suits, which is obviously in performance mm. on stage and online. How did it start? I feel like you guys have been going at it for a while and uh, like all great performers, you have your, your moments. Right now, this is a moment. Netflix, right? <laughs> but obviously, you guys, yeah, you, yes. guys, you guys lifted up during lockdown because w- what you do suits that kind of moment perfectly. <laughs> and you're just real stayers, you know? And people who discover you, <laughs> we're speaking to Violent Soho about this as well. People who discover you feel like you're brand new. 
which is, I guess, an art mm. form in itself. Uh, how did it start? Because it felt like it almost was happening before the, the age of the viral comedian. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that was a big thing where, where I, I genuinely we almost to tap into because we've got the story of how we started, but to tap into almost that idea of of not of always existing, kind of seeming timeless. It doesn't matter. Mm. I remember having a conversation when we first started. When we first started doing what we do, mm. we had a conversation where we were like the comedians we love. You know, your Monty Pythons or your Sean McAuliffe's that those comedians tend not to do contemporary references. Yeah. That they're yeah. a great sort of, if you know, if you're doing satire, go contemporary. But if you're doing something that's more about escape, mm. let's make it timeless. Let's always tap into whatever's whatever's funniest in any given time. If, if yep. a character has to hold a phone, let's... Let's go with the, is the Nokia funnier than the iPhone or is yeah. it funnier to go with a cord? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, let's go with the funniest. Yeah. And, and that was more like a stylistic choice, but I think it's meant that we've had to delete less videos from our YouTube than our contemporaries, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's funny that you say it happened, you feel like it happened before the viral comedian because we've always felt like we've been a step behind everything. <laughs> Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, we we felt like we came to the game so late, and when we started uploading shit on YouTube, mm. like I think I'd watched YouTube three times yeah, in my right. life. Yeah. Like I, we've always felt like we've approached it like old men, and there's mm. this new thing that's already come and gone, and, and we're trying to catch up. So it's interesting to hear you say that. What was the conversion first? Was it was stage or? Like, you know, were you converting your live audiences into viewers or was it viewers into live audiences? Um, it was, our whole thing was we're just going to be a live group and, yeah. and just tour around. And, you know, like the one I always thought of, I wanted to be like Lano and Woodley who did these live shows yeah. and then maybe they got a telly show down the track. Mm -hmm. And that was the kind of plan. But then we put things up intermittently on our YouTube channel, pretty much usually to promote that we were doing a live show. Yeah. And like places like Reddit and other places like that really got on board and and we built an audience. But like you say, I like that. I like, I've not heard many people refer to us as stayers, but it's very true. Like, like just very gradual over time, just always doing stuff, and and just very very slowly and just it like put brought people you know yeah. more and more people to following us and yeah, and, yeah. And, it's, and you and you don't blow your gasket on you know one big stitch up or one big stunt <laughs> or one big gig you know what i mean it's not um yeah that, that's not longevity i think the groups that go up really fast go down fast very yeah. well yeah yeah you know it's just yeah 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 i totally there's a there's a sense like have you ever heard of uh vidcon no <laughs> yes heard of vidcon yeah 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 so it's a short um, video conference i presume <laughs> And <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, every year in Anaheim, uh, just across the road from Disneyland, all of the best creators for YouTube and TikTok and all the things, they get together and they talk about what it is, like how to create content. And I remember we, we've been to a few. I kind of I kind of like it, but we've been to a few. And uh, man, like we always feel so out of our depth because it's always these things, you know, like how to go viral like it, it just it's how to engage with content and how to yeah. do this how to do that and what we was are it, what's the turnover just, like you never you never see the same people there again yeah no <laughs> no, yeah. no never never not a, not a 
Not a great life expectancy, to be honest, for a YouTuber. And that's exactly but, um, our experience. We went there once, we've never been again. Um, we've had, like, when you talk about virals, we've had a few that have, like, on different places. Like, we did this video a few years ago called Christmas Pud. Oh, yeah. And, like, that did well for us and lots of mm-hmm. others. And we've had ones at other times. But when something does blow up for us, like personally speaking for myself, I'm just really fucking confused. Like I never understand. Like yeah. I never can look at it and go, "How do I do that again?" Yeah. Or how it's can not we like, recreate? It's not like writing I'm- a song. You know, musicians can, if they really put their mind to it, write a song uh, with the commercial checkpoints that will get them put in a superannuation ad. Yeah. But I don't think with what you do, with what you do, you can't find those checkpoints. You don't know what it is that's going to send this thing. That we've we've never had that that Beatles moment where yeah. someone's gone. You've just recorded your first number one hit. Yeah. Like we just yeah. we're just like ah oh, put. Um, or like, or a nurse, or I don't know, I don't know, bang, I don't bang, know. Symbols, yeah. Bang, bang. Can I, can I ask you boys a question about yeah. when you do posts like on Facebook or Instagram, do you mm. have like measurements where you go, this is a success, or do you have one post that you like, or well, article that you first, think of as in the first two the minutes? In the first two minutes, we know if it's going to go off. Yeah. Um, really? Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it's, exciting. It's kind of how these things work is like, there's like a ratio that the algorithm works off where if it gets a lot of clicks but no interactions, then mm. the algorithm kills it because they think it's like clickbait news, whatever yeah. it is. Like, But if right. it gets, Sending you know, a, channel, yeah. like a lot of clicks and comments, then the algorithm tends to reward that. So you can't go too taboo and you can't go too crude in that sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because... They're not going to fucking like something that's got cunt written all over it. They're going yeah. to they'll, they'll click it, but they're not going to fucking share it. You know? Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Um, but um, that's about as much as we know with the algorithm. No yeah. one really knows, except the algorithm. No, though, the like, trick, it, like it? it changes so much. Mm. Like it, like there used to be different types of metrics that we could measure off for how a story was going to end up. But yeah, look, it's just. All we've had to do is condition ourselves to our own format and yeah, and not try and do what... I mean, the censorship, and especially with COVID, you've got to be careful with some of the words you use because they'll shut you down straight away. Yeah, yeah right. So oh, really? you've got to try to find new ways of... You can't necessarily use coronavirus in a headline. You've got to find another term for the coronavirus so you can't can, say shamdemic either so you can say like, <laughs> like <laughs> i wonder why yeah so you've just got to yeah. but yeah it's, um, it's, um i think i heard about yeah. coronavirus the first time i think i heard coronavirus i think it was in one of your articles in like january february which is yeah. you know it's yeah. a fair point like people and that happens all the time where people it's like almost a a, th- a saying now in Australia is I can't believe this isn't a Batuta, mm. <laughs> a, a Batuta article when something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask just off that? Yeah. Do you sometimes have jokes that you go, well, this won't go gangbusters, but I'm, yes. I want to put this out and I'm yeah. excited that this <laughs> yes. will, oh, this is going to go off in Queen. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's never been about the likes. It's, <laughs> it's, it's about news yeah. and information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. an old fashioned like, journalist. Uh, it must it must be strange when people outside of Batuta engage with your material. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. Malcolm Turnbull, you know, <laughs> all those interesting Southern types. Yeah, it's like with, 
we had that, that article the other day about how a gyp rocker was hiding a bottle of piss in the drywall. And <laughs> yes, I, I yeah, freaked me yeah. out. Yeah, because look, in your house now, somewhere in the walls, <laughs> there could be a bottle of piss. And I think that like, now. inside, probably say about 10% of households in this country have a bottle of piss mm. somewhere in the drywall. Oh, that that's was left terrifying. by a jip rocker. That's a terrifying thought. Or the plumbers, the <laughs> plumbers I? when they're four, four or so stories up and they don't want to go back down the scaff to go to the portaloo will just do sure. a shit. They'll do a shit in the pipe that they know is going to be connected to the toilet anyway. So it just sits there. <laughs> it gets sits there until it's first flush, which could be months later. And these are the type of things you learn uh, when you've got a town our size and you get to meet all of these different identities. Yeah. yeah sometimes we, we, we might not cast the widest net and, uh, and, and it feels good. <laughs> it feels good to do something for them. Can I ask a question about, about the Batuta? Because uh, so, we only get the online version down, yep. down south. We only get the, the Instagram and, and the website. Yep. Um, do you still have a print version that, yeah. that is circulated around the mm. town? Yeah, lips on. Because I, because I grew up in a rural area, and one of my uh, favourite things is one of our parents in my year level. One of the parents realised this hack that if you wrote the article and sent it in, they would just publish it. So I was just <laughs> curious: do you have like you know, stories about exciting school excursions? Sounds a lot like PR. Yeah. You know, it's, that sounds. <laughs> I think she just discovered what PR is because you send a press the release in. Publicity. Yeah. <laughs> The greatest publicist in the Latrobe Valley. Now, tell us, you guys are uh, regional, I guess, in the narrative. Some of you, I'm not sure if you're all if you're all from the bush, but you all met in Ballarat University. Mm. Is it, that, yeah. that's, the, that's the narrative. The Rust Belt. The, ru- yeah. the Rust Belt. Yeah, so I'm not sure <laughs> if Ballarat's a gold or wool town, but I know the gold towns yeah, the- don't do so well. I'm really big on that. That's the narrative. Yeah. Just that's throwing the narrative. into doubt whether that's we the... studied at Ballarat at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we tell people to, to make people think we're humble. And yeah, yeah, normal. yeah. Ballarat was, the gold rush happened in Ballarat and it had more money than Melbourne. So there was a time when the city of Ballarat was more like beautiful. It, it acquired all the best art in the mid 1800s. Mm. It's wide a beautiful streets. city. And the, yeah, beautiful. Very wide and streets. One day, nothing. And it hasn't grown since. <laughs> but now there's a yeah. lot of Maccas. It's the biggest Maccas in the Southern Hemisphere, I think. I and believe. they're all scrounging for different kind of rocks now. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you oh, what, the gold, the, the gold in the river at Sovereign Hill. You boys know about Sovereign Hill? Mm-hmm. Familiar with that's that. That's a concrete river. They put it in there every morning. It's fake. <laughs> Fucking yeah, Mark dogs. used to work there. <laughs> for, for the Well, well um, <laughs> sorry, Mark. <laughs> Well, great. I was, you know, I was trying to like, I had a hot scoop, like I found out through some sideway. No, I did used to work there. Oh, really? <laughs> we, oh did you have to dress up like colonial? Yes, I yeah. did. Yes, I did. And I had to do street activations like um, Lola Lola Montez had Lola Montez had shown her ankles that night at a theatre show, and she was being essentially slut shamed on the street, and then she whipped a man. And I was the man that she whipped, you see. So they have a, <laughs> they had a theatre media department, I'm guessing, at Ballarat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, they did. So you I were, mean, we uh, went to... Would you identify as thespians? Oh, yes, very much so. <laughs> very much so. We, we are, we're proud thespians. 
And that's where where it did, it did start. We all studied acting together at, yeah, at Ballarat. Right. It was just this weird little acting school, and it was uh, it was one of those very funny things where we would all wear it. We were all very serious. We're all really skinny. Everyone's so skinny when they're 19 mm-hmm. and we're all really skinny and we'd wear like black tracksuit pants and do serious Shakespeare plays and, and legitimately believed there was a career in putting on Shakespeare plays. And then we just sort of moved slowly towards comedy when we realised that, you know, not many people uh, other than year 12s care for Shakespeare. Yeah. And the greatest form of theatre for most, most of your contemporaries would be like WWF wrestling. It's kind of hard to, yes. to bring yeah, Shakespeare. That's why I was there. Bring Shakespeare yeah. to the town of Ballarat when you know you could just put on a pair of, you know, leotards and 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 get on just backflip off the turnbuckle and that's that's the theatre everyone's uh, kind of most interested. <laughs> if instead of doing vocal training, we were doing how to do a hurricanrana or a sidewalk slam yeah like that would be quite i reckon there'd be value in that particularly if you're on the gold coast doing stunts for all the movies i would have loved that yeah yeah the the suplexes and stuff that's life skills (laughs) did did you have to do any of that what's that theater the suplex the theater thing that they do with the youngsters uh, the mumming did they ever do that with you where they send you into the pub to do like a flash flash performance Oh, oh no, God. thank oh. God thank we God. missed yeah. that. There was like, I think there was the first inklings. I, I legitimately remember there being talk <laughs> in about our third year of uni. Like, you know, there's these performance art groups in, in New York that will just freeze in unison and create these moments. And I remember being <laughs> that age and being like, oh, wow, we should try to put that together. And then, and then it never quite happened. So we, we, we thank God. Because I, the idea of there being footage online, I'd be happy for most like footage from my past to be released. But if there was footage online of me doing like the like the Macarena in the middle yeah. of a shopping center in Ballarat, yeah. I I couldn't do it. I would have to just with move you and, to Tasmania. You'd never hear from me eight, again. Uh, like just with you and eight mates. Yeah, and no one's looking yeah. at you. <laughs> We're going to just, they're going to be going for their shop and then they're going to look around and their whole concept of reality is going to be changed because eight people are doing the Macarena. But also, if we did that in Ballarat, we would get the shit beat yeah. that, that, that happens, because like, I've heard of this happening at Armadale and Gatton and, and, and Bathurst where they have these kind of like similar sized uh, universities with similar kind of theatre theatre schools in them and they do it in the pubs. Like they'll send yeah. them in. <laughs> they'll send them in. It'll be like four or five guys and a couple girls. You imagine they send in like the girls who kind of do a little bit of a whimsical kind of thing, and and the punters aren't really off it. But then the guys come in and do like make them laugh, make them dance, make them laugh, and then yeah, yeah. you just Start ruined their night. The negative you know, space. These guys are having a counter meal and they're probably about to play the pokies. They didn't really yeah. come here for that. They, if, I feel like they would have invented new homophobic slurs to say to us. They would have brought them into existence if we'd yeah, done that. They invented I just, that. The, the, the idea, I'm really like now tickled, because I just remember that's kind of the going thing. It's become enough of a genre that there's 
those tropes now. Mm. And the going thing is it's always one person starts singing and yeah. then the people that join them are like in the crowd going, what's this? What's going on here? What's... And then they join in. It's that fold-in. Oh, I'm trying to be like an English pub. Could... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the best thing you could possibly do is get 20 friends together and convince one person you're going to do a fun <laughs> 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 You, you're up first, buddy. It's the only one. <laughs> that like, was this guy. So you sing the first 10 to 20 seconds and then we'll join you. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I think you've had too much to drink. So I'm going to have to help you out of the pub. Yeah. For Just the longest time. Throw them hey, the mate, bus. I think you need to have some water. <laughs> I'd love to help you out. Oh, no. Get him to start with something really obnoxious like um, living on a prayer. Like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, Johnny used to work on the tarks. Everyone looks at him. Oh God, that, that's good. We should um. The idea that the person that's about to join in is the person that says, "Are you okay, mate?" <laughs> Oi, what's what's going on? What are you, what's going? Might, uh, Who's this guy? Yeah, might uh. Let's get him. Get him on the mid strength. I reckon this. <laughs> Let's get this guy on the middies, I think. Yeah. This is uh, okay, it's only mate. five. Um, right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. His girlfriend just left him. <laughs> he was really concussed on <laughs> on the weekend in rugby. Spear tackled into the cricket pitch. We weren't going to bring him out tonight because we thought something like this might happen, but he said, nah, 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 I'm feeling all right. And then, you know, here we are. It's, it's my fault. It's my fault this has happened. <laughs> Now we're riffing, guys. This is good. Yeah. This is good. We're, um, it's a riff. Yeah. This is a riff. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to get one started all potty. Yeah, we've been throwing around <laughs> hypotheticals. Yeah. Um, now tell us with the new show, what yeah. is the premise? Is it this kind of stuff? We're talking, you know, like talking every riffs. Th- every <laughs> talking riffs. Yeah. Theater kids. Um, theater kids with a budget. Is this what we're talking? Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it. Actually, legitimately, that is the that is what it is. It's we made some YouTube videos in Australia and then one day an American group were like, Yeah, come do it over here. I went, All right. And then we did the same thing on a much higher budget and it got made. That's the that and somehow that happened. So that's what it is. <laughs> it's it's actually yeah, Fair not enough. that different to what we've always done, but just with fancier cameras and fancier lights and a fancier set but uh and professionals mm-hmm. just crazy crazy professionals yeah. around us who've been streamlined who've been working yeah. oh my god oh they just they just work over there yeah we would yeah. shoot our bullshit like we'd do the bullshit and then just profusely apologize afterwards we just added <laughs> that layer i was just like we're so sorry we know you've worked with like we all the grippers. worked with like <laughs> the greatest comedians in the world we're so sorry anyway back to slapping hot dogs on each other's faces <laughs> i never saw one person shit in a pipe ever while I was <laughs> that's true <laughs> Well, that's that's great. I mean, it sounds like a. You guys are talking about it like it sounds like a lucky turn of events, but obviously, as we said, your stay is you've been working on it for a while, and I think yeah. the most luck that you've kind of come to that isn't necessarily indicative of hard work is the luck in that this was all wrapped. Your unionized workforce were sent home just a week before <laughs> coronavirus took off. Oh my god! Oh my god! Very lucky. Very lucky. Uh, we shot this the last three or four weeks 
that you could shoot before everyone went on Christmas holidays for 2019. So it was pushed all the way. And, and there were there were moments where there could have been delays and we would have had to push the shoot into 2020. Had we? <laughs> had we done that? Yeah. Let's be honest. This was an American production, Mark, yeah. so we might have taken a week off and then gotten back to it. Yeah. That's true. They love to work. They love to Let's work. Let's get back in there. Wear your masks if you want to. Um, no, but we dodged. We we dodged that. We got. We got. We got very lucky. Very very, very lucky. Very so you're in LA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, we were in there. We had to try and convince Americans to be in the show because all our Aussie mates were back in Australia. Yeah. So we. Yeah, no one knew we, who we, we were. We had, it wasn't we were pilot gonna, we season, up, so there were no Aussies there. <laughs> Yeah, no. but there are. There's a lot of like American actors who are like big Donna fans. So like Homelander from um, the Boys. The Boys. Yeah, uh, we. He's like just a big fan. So like, can you please come be in this show? And he's a Kiwi originally. So he's like, yeah, yeah Pud. Yeah. And um, and uh, I love Pud. And then um, yeah, Pud. and and then we asked Weird Al Yankovic, and he's like, yeah, Pud. And that's then, what we were um, going to get to. Weird Al, that's a good get. Yeah. Oh, that was a great get. With the the strangest thing is over there, like you 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 forget how like normal this is to people over there. Mm-hmm. We'd be sitting, we had this casting meeting, and I, I think I can't remember if it was the casting director or if it was maybe Dave, one of the producers. We were just like, you know, Weird Al would be up, would be good for. It might have even just been Al might be good for this. Yeah, and we're just like, oh no, no, that's too much for thirteen year old me to handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, gangsters, Amish paradise. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was I mean, the that... one for me too. Was that one in uh, what was it? The episode one Star Wars one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, yeah there, there's the the running with scissors album. Mm. Defined my puberty. Eat it. <laughs> as I was going yeah. through puberty, I was listening to Running with Scissors by Weird Al Yankovic. Was that the, yeah, the, the um the Cobain parody was just top yeah. tier. Oh, the, smells oh like yes. Nirvana. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it smells. You... That's right. It smells like Nirvana. Do you remember that song? His originals like didn't get enough credit either. Do you remember that? I'm, I'm going to give away the joke, but yeah. I think a spoiler warning on a comedy song that's 20 years old is not too important. <laughs> no, no, but no. He, can... I remember he did. <laughs> I remember out. he did this song. It was just this idea of um, I was watching TV and then there was a a news announcement. They cut off my program to show this news announcement of this horrific earthquake and so many people had died, just this horrific news. And then I thought to myself, why does this always happen to me? I was halfway through that episode of The Simpsons and I just, I still have this like vivid memory of just the whole chorus was, why does this always happen to me? And it was all about these like world events and how upset he was that it was like interrupting his TV show or like, it's a very funny song, very clever. It's actually quite similar to, um, you know, the 2020 second wave Melbourne situation. You know? <laughs> but you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand up there. I, I, uh, I could only go and exercise for one hour of the day and I didn't use that, nor would I have. But Not one once. hour, do you know what that's like? So no, yeah, tell me yeah. about that. Were there, because I, I need to know this from Victorians, yeah. was there ever... A day where you just let that hour go by. You didn't even, not even for groceries. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Most of them. Most of those <laughs> days. It's like a cold. <laughs> it's a cold winter's day. Like there would, I would say I went outside more because I knew I only had an hour. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna use my hour. <laughs> yeah. 
the, the, actually the weirdest bit for me was the curfews. That's like, that's something mm, yeah. that was odd, I'm, yeah. like seven o'clock at night or eight o'clock at night. The streets would just be empty. Mm. And like, mm. you could see it like from my balcony, you could see no one was around. And like, if you got Uber, you had to sneak out the door and get it and come back in. That was particularly weird. And like, yeah. Yeah. It sounds a lot like King's Cross. That, that concept. What's that? that? Yeah, like King's Cross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 yeah. King's Cross or it's like Darling Harbour at night. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, Melbourne after eight PM during curfew was like Darling Harbour for the last twenty years. Yeah, yeah. Like since the Olympics. It's it's kind of a bunch it, of wet pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a lot of people have made arguments that Melbourne copped a second wave because of um you know, political reasons or even racist reasons. You know, you could argue that Melbourne copped a second wave because you're not used to being told what to do. Which absolutely is like, where it's 100%. like the complacency was there in the sense yeah. that Sydney and Brisbane, they're like, don't you dare go out. Everyone's like, oh. Wash your hands. This is like the time you closed all the pubs because we couldn't stop punching each other. And they're like, exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's points of reference. <laughs> yeah. <Where> Melbourne's, <laughs> brand, <laughs> Melbourne's brand is entirely, let's come on. It's a party. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. just jump from, like you tell a 22-year-old that he has to go to work every day. He's not going to do it. He's just finished uni. He's still living yeah. in his first year O-week. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're O-week guys. Yeah, you do, and it's also like I want to go to I want to go to comedy at three in the morning. That's just what I do because that's what we do here. <laughs> that's, that's a normal thing here. <laughs> I do love the idea that finally Brisbane, Perth, Sydney could lord over the fact that you're uh, like overly expanded and you have too many suburbs and everyone drives everywhere. It's yeah. like, ha ha! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't make it good for pedestrians twenty <laughs> years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we fair. don't have trams that suit everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Suck shit. We don't have a vibrant night nightlife, you yeah, losers. Yeah. yeah, we don't we don't yeah, we don't have a you know operating public transport system that we can rely on and um That's free. Yeah, nice. it's part of our community. Suck <laughs> shit. It's like LA versus New York, I guess. You know, driving cities. That's yeah. Yeah. There's no high rises, no nothing. Melbourne is the New York and Sydney is the LA. That's how we and, and that's all we've always Brisbane's said. Brisbane's that. Atlanta. That's that's Brisbane's Atlanta. Brisbane is Atlanta. <laughs> Brisbane Brisbane, yeah, yeah. No. Brisbane is Orlando. Orlando. Oh yeah. Brisbane's oh Orlando. yeah. Man, like, I was I didn't want to break it to you, but Queensland <laughs> is Anaheim. our Florida. We yeah. love you, Queensland. You've got our theme parks, you've got the best yeah. weather, but you are our Florida. Yeah, we love guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We'll take yeah. it. <laughs> That's my favourite thing about Australia is like, oh, yeah, this part of Australia is this part of America and this part of Australia is... <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're, we're just Texas. Australia is Texas mm. and that's it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, like yeah. people, in, particularly in New York, they're like, oh, man, Queens. That's, so that's basically like Footscray. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a, there's not, yeah. there's not a comparison for every little yeah. bit, you know. Footscray is like. full of uh, what? Vietnamese and Greek guys who got really rich and started voting for the Liberal Party? Is that what, is that what, <laughs> that's what yeah. Queens is? Is that what they're doing the best, in Queens? <laughs> the best part of Melbourne is, that the, is the top of Burke Street is called the Paris End. Like that is, is oh yeah, that's amazing. Because there's that's because there's a Louis Vuitton shop, and that's literally the only reason. Yeah, this is the Paris end on Park Road in Brisbane, which was, I guess, the trendy, uh, trendy strip in the nineties. I thought it was really going to lift off, and it yeah. never really made it because you know you can't force those kind of things. 
they have a uh, imitation Eiffel Tower. <laughs> oh, yum, I didn't yum, know yum, this. Yum. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That's one beautiful. Of my, it's one of my favourite things in the world. Is like, uh, like state. So it's state governments and like councils going. Oh man, London has the London Eye. We need something like that <laughs> that will draw people to the our Dockland city. Eye. Something. Yeah, and it's like, so what we're going to do is have a big wheel in the city, and then people are like, no, no, it's. The idea is that it's original, it's different. If you want your London Eye, it has to be different. Like, no, we're going to do a big wheel just like London. Yeah. And we're going to charge you 45 bucks to get on it. Yeah. It's big and it'll be broken all the time. In in the London Eye, you can see all of London. You can see the Big Ben. You can see the Shakespeare's Theatre. You can see anything. It's literally from the Melbourne Star. You can see Costco and some docks. Have you ever wanted to see what the roof of Docklands looks like? Well, for $45, I can show you the roof. Yeah. Do you want to see what heaps of empty apartment buildings look like? <laughs> if you want to see, it, so, if you want to see what a wind tunnel that hasn't increased in value for ten years looks like, forty five dollars <laughs> on this wheel. I think one of the best parts about Queensland when we visit there is that it's the the flagship stores mm. for American chains always start in Queensland. Your Taco mm-hmm. Bell's, mm-hmm. your yeah. Jersey Mike's, all of those Hooters. ones. They always start in Queensland. Mm-hmm. Carl's Jr. at the airport in Brisbane. Yep. By golly, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sunk you guys have got Mossburger, Mossburger, which we do just do not have in Melbourne. That that mm. kills me. I yeah, love Mossburger, yeah. and it's lost on Queenslanders too because they'd prefer to go to Red Rooster. So yeah, <laughs> you've still got Red Rooster. I mean, geez. I think the thing with um, the Australian cities, are you, like you're right with the whole. Oh, we'll just get like a scaled down version of this thing that worked in London. And they really should be leaning into what they have. Like they, like the fact that Brisbane is has the most popular form of public transport is catamarans should probably be a bit, <laughs> bit more of a bigger deal. You know? Capitalize on that. Yeah. Capitalize on the catamarans. I, yeah. I also it's, love the competitiveness on population. Like we're soon going to be a bigger city than Sydney, <laughs> and it's like, Good. oh. Good. I hope you've got the sewerage system that can handle that. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Byron's gonna is is the Victorian kind of flight path to Byron's almost one way nowadays too. Absolutely. Um, outside of COVID. So speaking of sewerage systems that can't handle the population, <laughs> that's that is a that is a funny part of the world. We've been up there a few times, mainly like when we've done Splendor and things like that. And that like the Byron and the suburbs around Byron's at Kingscliff or yeah, something hell like that. Yeah. That is one of the most bizarre places I have been in the world. Yeah, mm. like and it, it's ocean shores. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Um, this is like the locals the call the locals beaches. call it um, ocean shores. The locals call it open sores. <laughs> it's do you know genuinely? I think Byron is mostly people from Melbourne dressing up like Queenslanders, and mm. Melbourne is mostly people from Brisbane dressing up like Melbourne yeah. people. Yeah, like yeah. it's literally the, the yeah. we just do like an exchange. Yeah. I don't think we, I've ever been to a barber shop, and no and one is in Queensland. Someone, That's a thing, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I genuinely don't think I've ever had my beard done in Melbourne, and it not lead to. Someone being like, yeah, I used to live in Sydney, man, but you just couldn't get a good coffee. (laughs) 
Like that's yeah. that's that's every man, barber I in I just Melbourne. had to leave Queensland after they voted in Scott Morrison again, yeah. man. I just fucking <laughs> didn't take it, man. I just, and, and I didn't have the balls to move to London. Man, like my fucking parents. <laughs> I had to go, man. And originally, like, first I got an apartment off Chapel Street, but that place is dead now, man. That's why I had to yeah. go north, man. So I was living I just... at the Warsaw end of Chapel Street. Like, <laughs> no, like, real communist vibes, but, yeah. like, yeah, now it's like. Yeah, like, the place is dead now because of COVID 19. <laughs> Ever since they shut down the top shop, man, the Warsaw end has just like gone downhill, man. <laughs> I just thought to myself, I'm 21 years old. I'm 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 not going to be around forever. I've got to make something of myself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I swear and to like- God, man. My boss here at this barbershop is such a dick, man. I can't wait to open my own barbershop next door and then learn very quickly about a thing called cash flow and shut down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know the, you can't have uh, the, you can't have enough dapper barbershops. Um, no, so, look, guys, we've done well here. We've we've riffed. Uh, I'm going to say oh, for God. half an hour. Huge but yeah, riff. it was great to meet you guys. And um, when when the steel ring opens up, we'll uh, we'll be sure to link up. Yeah. Oh my oh, God, that'd be amazing. awesome. And thank you so much for talking to us. You guys are absolute icons, not just in Batuta, but all around Australia and we've all of been ours. fans forever. So lovely to talk to you. Oh, thanks for joining us, gents. And um, look, as we, we, we cast a wide net most of the time, you know, you, you join us <laughs> a week after, um, uh, you know, I guess we had Slim Dusty's wife, Joy McKean, and before that we had Robbie Catter, <laughs> yeah. the son of Bob. And it's so great Shannon to actually- Null. Yeah, we had Shannon on too. It's, yep. it, it's great to actually speak to some people inside uh, Melbourne though. We got that, That's the most perspective we've gotten. Yeah, this whole very time. different so, lifestyle down here. Very different. Yeah. November twenty four, <laughs> I believe New South Wales are opening up to you. So November twenty three. November twenty three. Yeah. Yeah, we um, can't wait. Maybe we can all meet at the bubble and buy. We'll get in Byron. there and fucking root around. I can't wait. <laughs> we can get on the beers. Yeah, yeah. We'll meet at the <laughs> bubble in Byron. <laughs> I'm sorry. Very topical. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jeds. Thank you. Thanks, Thank guys. You boys. Thanks, Thank boys. You.